Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Good morning, encouragers. How are you? It's Joe. I'm so happy to be back on the podcast and speaking with you this morning. So happy that we have this time together. I'm also really grateful that you tuned in and that you are a woman who is seeking encouragement because the world needs that. The world needs women who are full of encouragement, who can then go out into the world and pour it out onto others right? That's why we call this podcast the Encourage Her Community Podcast. So welcome back, Encourage Her. I was so thrilled last week when Suzanne was able to share a message. Our vision and goal for this podcast is for it to be a community, for you to truly have the opportunity to hear from many voices, many, many different perspectives, all women who love God, who are seeking to be like Jesus, who want to have faith in their life, Um, none of us have figured it all out, right? But just it's so rich when you have a diversity in voices. So thank you so much again for Suzanne for popping on and sharing such a beautiful message regarding caller versus calling. If you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I highly encourage you to go back and listen. Well, let's get started today as we talk about the practical follow-up for such a message as that, focusing on the caller and not just the calling. So let me just pray to open open us up. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time and this space. Thank you for this technology that we can share our hearts with each other, that we can listen to each other's hearts. And ultimately, we know that you have provided these messages, Lord. So just work it in our lives in such a way that would give you glory. In your name, amen. All right, so here's the idea this month. We want to focus on the caller, meaning God instead of just trying to figure out what our purpose is all the time. And you hear this in the world, as Suzanne said, all the time. Um, It's really hard. People want to feel purposed. And that's beautiful. And the truth is we do have a purpose. We have many purposes. Um, We have many callings in our life often, too. Ultimately, our um, overall calling and purpose as believers is to show the love of God to others, to give God the glory, and to share the hope that we found, right? To share this faith. So when we're thinking about that, um, we do need to get back to the caller in order to do anything he's purposed us to do. It says in scripture that before we were even formed in our mother's wombs, he had plans for us. That means he had plans for me, Joanne, and he has different plans for you. And our job is to lean in listen in, and figure out what those plans are, right? And then have a willing heart to follow them out and carry them through, all with him at our side, with us, above us, right, and through us. Um, So as I was thinking about this idea and just thinking about it, kind of bringing it down um, to a practical, and how do we really walk this out, I was thinking of just literally the idea of calls, And, you know, back in the day, you used to have just a plug-in phone, right? My dad used to call it a landline. He probably still does. But just your home phone. 
And now we have obviously these mobile phones, and we have computers that can take phone calls, and we have FaceTime, and we have Zoom, and we have all these different cool technologies that help us receive calls. And there is so much goodness in that. Obviously, I'm using my computer now to send my voice out into the, you know, podcast landia, and you're listening. So there's so much goodness that can happen. But it also can be so distracting. And I don't know how you feel, but for me, with my phone, um, I have an iPhone, and they have a new feature where you can swipe down from the top and hit Do Not Disturb. And it's like I went on vacation. (laughs) That is a sad truth, but that is a real truth in my life. My life is full, and I'm so grateful for it. But boy, do I need that Do Not Disturb sometimes. Just no calls, please, right? Like a little sign on my door that says, no calls, please. Um, I am busy. Sometimes I just need that. And I think that's really where we want to focus today is we need to limit the amount of calls we're taking. So of course, I'm speaking symbolically here about a phone. But really, if you think about it spiritually, how many calls or how many voices, opinions, thoughts, ideas, have been poured into you about your purpose. It begins when we're born and our parents who raise us. Even the most beautifully well-intended parents can sometimes pour into us things that were never of God. They might even be really good things. Maybe they saw a character trait in you and they groomed you in such a way that you became a lawyer. Well, maybe God's calling on your life wasn't to be a lawyer. God is still good. He will still use it right? He's always present, but we can get confused and distracted and we can hear other voices instead of the voice of God. So it's about limiting the voices, simplifying the amount of calls you receive, putting yourself on do not disturb on the regular, right? Having a rhythm in your life where you say, do not disturb me world. I want to go to my caller. Of course, in the podcast, we talk all the time about how important it is that you're having that quiet time with God, whether that looks like a walk or a little room where you have your Bible and a candle, Um, maybe before bed, you read scripture. I don't know what it looks like in your life, but having this consistent rhythm where you get quiet, you turn all the noise off and you just listen and wait to hear what he has for you. It's a simplifying of voices. I recently heard this. I thought it was kind of cute, but they were talking about the voices you hear almost as radio stations and how we hear so many and we're often in a day kind of flipping through the radio stations. You know, the voice of your husband, maybe the voice of your best friend, maybe the voice of your sister. And then there's the voice of your boss, the voice of your children. If you have them, boy, the voice of your trauma, the voice of your fears, the voice of your anxiety right? Many of those voices are liars, but they can certainly be loud. And they were saying, let's focus in on the radio station WGOD. Let's just turn all the other stations off and let's listen in to the WGOD, the voice of God. So it's about silence. It's about silencing the other callers so that you can sit in solitude and seek him. 
That's really the posture we need to have. That's as practical as I can get for you, ladies, to sit in solitude and silence. Because you'll find when you do that, oh, are those voices loud. Have you ever noticed that? That silence can be so loud in your brain. (laughs) Our minds are incredible. And it takes time for us to kind of come down and quiet them. And it takes, it really is a practice. I mean, I'm speaking for myself right now, but I'm sure you're hearing this and relating as well in the amount of, you know, audio that's going on in my brain. Even as I'm speaking right now, I have thoughts going on in my head. It's amazing. But boy, can it control us. So, I mean, just the the very basic practical is getting silent, having a rhythm of quiet in your life where you can then hear less voices and that will help you hear the voice of God more clearly. But that kind of brought me to this thought, what does the voice of God sound like? So I've heard many women um, say things like, you know, you say you hear God, like you heard from God, like what does that even mean? And it kind of makes me think about like movie scenes where, where they have the voice of God and all of a sudden it's like, hello, this is God. And it, I don't know why, but that's how I picture it in movies. I think that it's come from movies, but it's like this almost scary, um, loud, disruptive, I don't know, dark sometimes voice. And people can have a hard time imagining what it sounds like to hear God. And I'm still learning this as well to hear God clearly. And I'm always trying to get better at it. Um, Because again, I think it's a practice. I think it's something we're meant to do daily, even moment to moment. But what and how do we hear the voice of God? Like, what does that sound like? And I just have a few thoughts. I don't think truly we'll know completely what he sounds like until we get to heaven. But I think we've been given some clues in scripture um, for sure. And even some thoughts about it. God's word talks a lot about hearing God. I just want to read you a few scriptures that I thought of. Um, in John eight forty seven, it says, whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you're not of God. So I guess it's a really preliminary question, but like, do you have Jesus in your heart? Have you given your life? Have you decided to be a woman of faith? Have you fought, decided to make that choice to follow Jesus? And to seek his will for your life. Are you a woman of God? That's kind of preliminary, but maybe that's why you're not hearing it. Maybe you really haven't surrendered. It's kind of a basic to start off thinking about. Are you of God? And that's how we hear from God, right? We are God's children. He speaks to us. Another scripture from Proverbs 2, 1 through 5 said, My son... I could say here, right, my daughter, if you receive my words and you treasure up my commands with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and you raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord, and you will find the knowledge of God. 
A couple of words stood out to me there. How do we hear the voice of God? How do we know? Well, there's a lot of action steps given to us here. We have to make our ears attentive. We have to incline our hearts. I feel like it's like a leaning in, right? An awareness, a willing heart, an open heart. It says, call out, literally ask, raise your voice, ask God for understanding and seek it. Then you will understand. So it's, there's an action step here for us, right? We need to call out, seek God, lean in, be attentive. Mark 4.24 says, and he said to them, pay attention to what you hear, right? Pay attention. John 10, 27 to 28 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My sheep hear my voice. Revelation 3.20, this is near the end of the Bible. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. Notice again an action step there. I stand at the door and knock, says God. And if anyone hears me and they open their door, I will come. He's waiting and willing, ladies, to talk to you, to share with you to call you to things, but he's waiting for that answer, that silence, that solitude, that you can hear his voice through all of the mess and the noise. Then it also says in scripture about God's voice being a still, small voice. So again, not this like burly, I don't know, harsh, although God can be harsh, of course, right? Um, He can have righteous anger and he can correct us and all those things. He's a good, good father, but often speaks about his voice being still and small. So it's like we need to lean in so that we can hear him. He's not always boomingly loud, but that often he's quiet. And he's, I think it's by design. He's quiet so that we lean in and that we're dependent. He sometimes is slow. He's not always quick with an answer. So we need to be, again, dependent and consistent in kind of showing up and hearing his voice and taking that time to really discern, is this God speaking to me? Which brings me to my next thought, is if we're able to hear the voice of God, we're able to get silent, we're able to have solitude. We think we hear the voice of God. We think he's calling us to be a teacher. Then what? Well, ask him for confirmations. That's how you will often know that it is the voice of God because he is relentless, ladies. He's relentless in pursuing you. So if you are not too sure, you feel pretty solid that you've heard the voice of God, that you're really listening to the caller. Get in his word and say, Lord, confirm this for me. I promise you he will. It might be through his word during your quiet time. It might be through a sermon at church on Sunday. It might be through a friend, maybe even your child. He can use anything. He could literally use like the sky, the sunrise, 
to confirm something for you in your spirit. And again, it is often just this peace that comes. It's a confirmation of peace, like, okay, Lord, I will keep walking. You know, you've confirmed it for me now. You're relentless. Okay, I get it. I often ask him to like hit me on the head with it, you know, three or four times, Lord, please, because I am just thick skulled sometimes. And he will. He shows me again and again and again. And as I continue to open the doors, he shows me the way, right? He makes our path straight is what it says in scripture. But it is, it takes action on our part, right? It's a relationship. It's a back and forth. It's not a one-way thing. He's waiting. He's calling. We show up. We listen. We take a step of faith. We ask for confirmation. He's ready to give it. So ladies, I, I just hope that this encouraged you. I know it may sound simple, but the truth is that it is meant to be simple. We're meant to simplify. Get in that silence. Get in that solitude. Listen for that still, small voice. Seek those confirmations. And he will call you. So I'm just excited for you. I would love to hear from you on how this is hitting you. We'd love to hear examples of, you know, stories of women who just felt called by God and they were so confirmed by it. We'd love to hear how God's working in your life in this way. So always feel free to reach out. There is a link in the show notes where you can just send us a note. Uh, Maybe you're someone who just needs prayer and all of this is new to you. We'd love to talk to you too. Uh, We're just here for you, um, and we'd love to connect with you. So ladies, I pray this message encouraged you. If it did, and maybe you even thought of a woman as you listened um, who could use this message, please share it with her. This is meant to be shared. Um, He has something for you, and he might have something for her also. All right. Thank you so much for joining me again. Happy Monday. Pray you feel encouraged, and I pray that you get out into the world and be a woman who intentionally encourages another. Love to you all. We'll see you again next Monday. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the Word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.